All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, February 23rd of 2024 here. Looking ahead, we have a three-game NHL main slate, and then DraftKings is doing something a little bit different than some of the other fantasy sites out there. So FanDuel, Yahoo, Owner's Box are all running a 10-game main slate tonight. DraftKings is running a six-game main slate and then has a big four-game night slate as well. So check out some of the contests going on on the night slate, uh, some pretty big ones for you guys. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You also get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. And just a reminder, I saw this come in as a question yesterday at the uh, conclusion of yesterday's show. So we do this show Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern. And then on Saturdays, we do it at 11 a.m. Eastern. So we will have a show tomorrow heading into the weekend. But with that said, going to get the app pulled up here. And we are going to jump right in. So we have a couple questions here that came in ahead of time. But if you have questions, now is always a good time to get those in. That way we can get those answered. Okay, first question in the Discord. Question says, in a single entry contest, how does a sharp lineup differ from what we put together? A sharps lineup. We are using the same pool of players that generate points in the same way. Many times, most fans know more about the teams. What are they seeing that we are not looking at lineups before? Many times, you couldn't tell the difference. Okay, so I think that this is probably a really good opportunity to uh, look at contest flashback because that's going to be like the most objective tool you have at your disposal to kind of figure out, hey, what is a sharp lineup and what is not a sharp lineup, right? So let's go back to yesterday. And let's go to NBA. We'll look at the Big Ten game main slate. We will go to contests. We will go to all contests. And then I want to see something where max number of entries is one. So maybe let's go and look at this $100 entry, $100 single entry with 444 people. So this is probably a decent sized contest. And what I would do, is go in here, look at the lineup specifically, and then go to the sorting metric, go to SIM ROI. Now this is ascending, so worst last. So you wanted to go descending, so highest SIM ROI to lowest. And then come in here and look at what some of these lineups look like. And this will give you an idea of what creates a good lineup according to our post-contest SIMs for this contest. So... Something that stands out to me right away is that almost all of these lineups, so in the top 12, only two of them have a three stack. 10 out of 12 lineups have no more than a two stack. That's like one of the biggest things that I'm seeing here. So lineup number uh, two has a, a solo three stack with three Cleveland and then no other stacks. 
Lineup nine has a three stack with Cleveland, no other stacks, but every other lineup here has two at the most. And I might have more than two from more than one team, right? We see some two twos, some two two twos, but but first thing right off the bat, okay, so so that's what's sticking out to me. Another thing is the salaries, right? We're seeing a very high salary lineups, 49.8, 49.9, 50,000, right? So high using a lot of salary because salary is fairly uh, correlated with projected score. We're seeing not that many stacks. You know, it's a big 10-game slate, right? You probably don't need to stack one team. You can get pretty spread out on a slate like this. We're seeing, you know, projected scores, in like the 290-ish range here, right? So 294, 291.6, 293.7, 293.7. So like all these projected scores, you know, above 290 here. So then something good to do, right, is like, okay, you know, I've, I've taken a snapshot of like the top 10 SIM ROI lineups. You know, let's go and inversely sort. Now let's look at the worst lineups by SIM ROI. And then let's see what some of the major differences are here. And the first thing is, is how poorly projected these lineups are. You know, 223.1, 226.5, 232.9. So that is like the first major, major thing that's standing out to me is just how lowly projected some of these lineups are. And even, even these, you know, most of them are using a lot of salary. We see like a 46,700, so not that much salary in this one particular lineup. But but basically, you know, this is like the kind of exercise I would be going through to try and figure out, you know, what leads to a lineup grading out well as far as post-contest SIMROI and then what leads to a lineup grading out poorly as far as post-contest sim ROI. So I think that this is a good exercise. You know, the projected score seems to be really, really important uh, right off the bat here is probably like one of the biggest things that I'm seeing, uh, but but an interesting exercise to go through. So that is what I would suggest. If you're Question says, hey, Andrew, I'm playing $500 tonight for NHL. What do you think is the right ratio between elevators and diversifiers for a sport like NHL? So the profit plan, you know, which is like what we're talking about here, right? When we talk about diversifiers and elevators, we're talking about, you know, our video start winning more with our DFS profit plan, which is our contest selection framework. So the, the, the split or like the, uh, Bankroll allocation, you know, it's given in like a range, right? So your single entries and your three maxes, which are your elevators, we say 25 to 50%, right? We don't want to give you like a one number that you have to hit, right? We want to give you a range. We want to let you, you know, have some flexibility there. So 25 to 50% there. And then over on the 20 max, 150 max, which is like your diversifiers, you know, we're talking about, you know, 50 to 75%. So part of this will be dependent on like the lobby, that that uh that you're playing in right so if we go to like to nhl for today you know some of it is going to just depend on like hey what contests are even available in in this lobby and then you can see these like from the saberson screen you can see most of them here so what i would probably do is you know come in here sort by entry fee right and like, if you could play all these dime times, like play them, play the quarter jukebox, like just go like up this list, right? 
So start with your 10 cents, start with your 25, start with your dollars. And then once you get to that threshold where, you know, players uh, more like shark, sharp type can have access to those contests, which will be either above $5 or above $4 and over 25 K prize pool. But the $4 contests here are not above 25 K. So the, like, uh, you know, the giant squids and, and all these other like top pros won't have access to these contests. So once you, I would say play all these contests under $5 here. And then if you still have bankroll left, you know, then you kind of got to make some decisions about like, okay, you know, what do my splits look like up to this point? And then which contests should I prioritize from this point? Like, Hey, should I play the $1 20 max and the $3 20 max, or should I go and put some, more lineups into like the $15, right? And then you're just going to have to like kind of do the math on how all this other low dollar stuff works out and then figure out, hey, what should my splits be with the remaining amount of money that I have? So I would just like, you know, bust out a calculator and do that math and then figure out what the right balance is going to be for you and what side of the spectrum do you want to be on? Do you want to be closer to the 50% single entry and three max, 50% 20 max and 150 max? Or do you want to be closer to the 75, 25 split and you know, that is kind of a personal choice, which is, you know, why we suggest those ranges because people have different preferences. All right. Good question there. Uh, Sam said, Hey, Andrew, is it possible to use Saber Sim to find edges in the betting market? Uh, so right now, you know, we focus solely on DFS. We've, we've dabbled in sports betting in the past. And frankly, the reason that we've decided not to is mostly because it takes our team's attention away from continuing to, to innovate on the DFS side, which is where we really want to focus. So I'm not saying that you can't right? but like, if you want to come in here and you want to, you know, get access to our detailed stats, which are on the pro plan. So you should have access to all this information, which is all of our, you know, stat averages, then, then yeah, you know, more power to you, you know, figure out a way to use that. But you're going to have to figure out, hey, you know, how do the, you know, assists and rebounds that SaberSim is projecting match up to the lines, match up to the odds? Like, okay, yeah, you know, Shy Gilgis Alexander, you know, is, is his over-under is, is five assists and we're projecting him for 5.65 assists. That's great, you know, but the line is minus 140. So, so how does that minus 140, you know, come into play when we're looking at these numbers, right? And you have to have that ability to do some math to figure out, Hey, is, 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 you know, the line worth it with the assists that are calculated here. Uh, so, so that's why I tell people to like, really be careful when they want to use Saber Sam for price picks or for this or for that, because, you know, the lines aren't even, you know, there is a hold, uh, they're, they're not always, you know, plus 100 minus 100 or even, you know, minus 110 plus 110. So you got to be careful with those things. So, uh, if you're going to do it, tread lightly, uh, you know, understand the risk that you're taking, but our focus is solely and on DFS at the moment, I could see us, you know, getting back into sports betting at some point down the road, but, but right now it's not like in our immediate plans. All right. Jumping over to the YouTube chat. This is our last question at the moment. So if anybody has any more questions, now's a great time to get those in. David said, what Sabersim setting should we use for generating a cash lineup, be it for a head-to-head, three-way, double-up, or 50-50? I'm playing NBA and NHL at the moment. So if you're going to be playing cash, what I would do is go to your setting.
right? And be on the optimizer side. And then you're going to see some settings change here. You're going to see the sliders go away. You're going to see this new randomness option that you have here. So if you're playing cash, you know, one of the most important things is to not sacrifice projected points. I would even consider, you know, increasing the min salary from 48,000 to 49,000 to 49,5 and just try and play really high projected uh, lineups with a lot of salary. So switching to optimizer mode is going to be your best option for any forms of cash, in my opinion. But with that said, it looks like we're all caught up on questions here. So uh, I think we might call it there. I will be right back here tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern for our Saturday show. So if you guys have questions, get those in the Office Hours channel, and I will be happy to hit them tomorrow morning. But until tomorrow, everybody, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.